if I didn't have the structure that I have for the things that need it, I, I wouldn't be able to do any of it. And I'd still be where I was, you know, five or six years ago, just struggling and trying to figure out what my next move was and how to collect payments and, you know, all, all the, yeah. all the silly things that we tend to kick down the road a lot, but once it's done, it's done. Great experiences build great leaders. Great leaders build great teams. This is Building Great Sales Teams. Hide your tacos, hide your donuts, or you might have to do some burpees. We got... Mark Z, the fitness ninja in the house today. I'm incredibly excited about this one because it's come full circle after 250 episodes. We had him in the very first like five episodes or so, and he's back for more. Mark, welcome to the show, brother. What's up, man? Dude, that intro is legit. Like, uh, we need some pyro, some smoke or something. Like, that's <laughs> fucking awesome. <laughs> Love it. Oh, it is. Man, we we we've had it for I want to say like 150 episodes or so now, and we get compliments on it all the time. Uh, Joshua Moulton connected me with a designer that put together the 3D, and then Ryan put together the rest in terms of the clips and everything afterwards. So it is it just like hypes you up for the show, man. Ready to roll. I love it. It's great. All right, brother. So tell us what you've got going on right now. Um, I know you got the gym. You know. I know you're uh, a coach, you know, a business coach, a life coach. You've got a lot going on right now. So kind of dial it in for us because you, I asked you what your positions and your business holdings were and yours was upright, doggy and missionary. So I don't think that's what your businesses are called. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like this dude, maybe they are, this you know, maybe dude I, can't maybe stop I joking around. Maybe I cracked the code. <laughs> you know, I always keep saying like, you know, if you want to build real wealth, you just got to do like feet finder or something or only fans, <laughs> you know, there, Hey, I remember that, that, that there's a, the there's a market for everything out there. It's crazy. It's yeah. <laughs> I, I don't really go down that road too much, but I've heard a few things, you know, through you. <laughs> so funny. Um, so, you know, interesting. You asked like what I have going on last week, I did a, a webinar with several people that you know, other other business owners and coaches, and it was a, it was a very long, involved webinar where each one of us got to kind of present and, and give our take on a certain topic. And I, I created a little presentation for it, which I don't normally do, but it was it was necessary for the format. And the first slide I wrote down like all the things that I do or have going on right now. I was like, damn, that's a lot of stuff. And, you know, like we're always our own worst critic. We never think we were doing enough. We always like, man, I should have done this. I should have done that. But when you really write it down for a lot of us, it's like you're doing all right. Like, you know, we're yeah. we're making an impact. We're pursuing passions. We're we're fulfilling the mission that we have. And I think it's a great exercise and a great reminder for a lot of people that do listen to your show. Like if you ever, when that self-doubt starts to creep in, like just go literally go write things down that you're doing and that you're working on and that you have going on right now. And, and at least for me, for that moment, it kind of put my mind at ease. Like I'm doing all right, man. Like, you know, we're going to figure some stuff out, but like we're, we're making a difference in people's lives. So to answer the question, uh, yes, I do own a brick and mortar gym. We just celebrated five years in our location right now, which is Congrats. huge. 
thank you. You know, it's been, I told somebody the other day, like it's been a very long five years and a very short five years all at the same time. It's like having kids, you know, you, you think of all the hardships and all the, the blood, sweat and tears. And, and it seems so long sometimes. And then you blink and it's five years later. So we're super excited for that. Uh, I do online coaching. We do have a one-on-one model where everything is tailored specifically to the individual, which you participate in that for a great while with me as well. We launched an app earlier this year, a health and fitness app called Modus Online Fitness. Right now we have a $5 a month offer for that, which is awesome because I'm trying to reach the masses with this thing. Workouts, recipes, community, it's got like a Facebook feed in it. It's, it's really incredible. And then I am a business and success coach for Step It Up Academy, which is run by Thomas Keenan, again, a, a friend of both of ours. He's been in that arena for quite some time and, and he's a really great friend of mine, really one of my best friends. And it was just kind of a natural fit for me to join his team. So I've been doing that this year. And I have recently launched the Joy Code for some very specific reasons, which we can talk about getting into all that. But, um, you know, I I have a mission in life to leave people better. And I live with a, a great sense of joy and fulfillment on a regular basis that I know a lot of people don't have. And I've realized that I can actually teach that skill set to other people, which is why I'm launching the program. I love it so much. And and I couldn't agree more since I've met you. You've always just been a super positive dude. And I, you know, I've read your book, Making Good Choices. That's your slogan, you know, and uh, it, it was it was it was a little eye opening. You know, I was just getting. Yeah, exactly. I was just getting into, you know, the act, the intentionality of being grateful, you know, and that that book helped me a lot with that. So if you guys have not read that yet, check it out. It's Make Good Choices is the name of the book by Mark Zalmanoff. It's on Amazon, right? Yes, sir. Okay, fantastic. So they can go get it there for sure. You know, you were talking about kind of giving yourself some context or giving yourself some credit by writing everything down. And I talked about this on the podcast with Dave Carroll too. I I inadvertently did that the other day. My engagement was getting super low on Facebook. I didn't know what was going on, if I was in some kind of jail. And in and, and <laughs> By the way, just for the listeners, Facebook does not like it when you post video on Facebook and don't post it as a reel. It does not like it. It throttles your engagement after you start doing that. And I was doing it two times a day for a month. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, but anyway, so I, I put this post out there. I asked, and this is what you can do to, to, to really just give yourself some perspective. I asked if I've ever posit- positively impacted you do me a solid and drop a like or a comment. And it was like 260 likes, 130 comments. But what happened was people started posting how I positively impacted them. And it was people I didn't even know, uh-huh. which was amazing. I mean, like I was, on, I, I'm still on a high from that, you know, and this was, I think Saturday or Sunday, and I'm still on a high from some of the things that people put in there. And I think that's a great way if you feel like, Hey, I'm not getting anywhere with this whole thing. Let me put that post out there. It's like, hey, if I ever positively impacted you, throw me a like or a comment and just watch watch it grow. Or it doesn't, and you're not doing that great. No, I'm just kidding. We say it all the time with social media, you know, for every like and comment, there's like 20 people lurking in the shadows that will never say anything. Yeah. They'll never, they they never, they can't do this for some reason. They can't, like their finger doesn't hit the button just to do the yeah. whole fucking, just do it. But, they, but, <laughs> but yet there's still, 
they're still absorbing the knowledge. They're still feeling the impact. They're still, you know, implementing things in their life that you're teaching and you just never know, which is why the, the mission is so important in being clear on what you're doing and how you're operating, because you will impact far more people that you won't know than you will know. And, and, you know, even with like my book, it continues to bear fruit. And I, I wrote that thing. I think it's been like two and a half years going on. It'll be three years in May next year. And I had somebody yesterday reach out to me via DM on Facebook. And they're like, Hey, like your book is really full of some great stuff. Do you mind if I share on social media? I'm like, tag me, let's That's go. <laughs> <laughs> but it's somebody that like, I, you know, she engages sometimes, but not really that much, but she's out there reading my book because I chose to do that work a couple of years ago and it's still impacting people. We, we so often, you know, most disappointment in life is connected to some sort of an expectation. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I try the best I can to operate with no expectations, which is really hard to do, especially in every aspect of life. And, you know, you're a married man, I'm a married man. And to say you don't have any expectations of your wife and kids is really hard. But if you really break that down of what that means, like, here's what I expect from my wife, respect and love. And that's really about it. And I can't set these expectations of how she should be when she gets home and how she should talk to me and all these other things because I'm just setting myself up for disappointment. And same thing with your kids. Like you can have all these expectations of how they're supposed to behave and the grades they're supposed to make and what they're going to pursue in life. But they're, they're also human and you have no control. You know, we think we'd like to think we have control over, we have no control. Over <laughs> you have I, influence. That's about it. You have influence. I got a one-year-old. I have zero control over that baby. <laughs> <laughs> he is an F5 tornado nonstop all day. But but we it. have these expectations in our head. We don't communicate what those are. And then we sit here disappointed because the thing didn't happen or the person didn't say the right thing or, or whatever. But that's back on us. That's the way that we're receiving information and then what we're doing with that. So we have to learn to take control of that. And again, that, that's a really hard thing to do is say no expectations of anything. I I love the concept though and the philosophy, right? And and I and I did. I learned this from your book. And it really did put into perspective for me at the time my mine and my wife's relationship, you know? Because we both we both believe in a in a pretty traditional marriage, you know, and not traditional to the point that she doesn't work or anything, but you know, like when we're at family outings and stuff like that or a family dinner or whatever the case is like she'll serve me first she'll bring me my plate first you know and this is not i didn't come into the marriage and say hey if you're going to be married to me you're going to serve <laughs> me my plate first that's just that's just how her family was raised right you know right and so it's something that like because all the only expectation i have of her is like you said respect and love and she does that in droves right so when she does something extra like that that's how i look at it you know and when she says, you know, when she says that I'm the leader of our family and faith and uh, in the major decisions and stuff like that, and I obviously, she's my counsel, she's my, you know, advisor as well in those decisions, people look, look at me and they're like, oh, you're one of those controlling husbands and all this stuff. And it's like, you don't understand. Like, she asked me to do that. She wants me to do that. You know what I'm saying? That's just her preference. I didn't come again. I, I came in, you know, very, you know, of the world, like modern relationship, like, hey, I'm gonna do my part, you do yours, whatever the case is.
But if you don't want to, I got you. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So she was able to stay home with the kids for a couple of years. But again, she wanted those things. Those came from her. And I think when when there's these things we love as men for our wives to do, it's one thing for us to like put that expectation out there and then them do it because they want to make us happy. It's another thing for them to do it from that place of love, from that place of respect, and it be organic and it be something that they decided to do. I want you yeah. to want to do the dishes. I just do the dishes. <laughs> That's what me and my wife would laugh about that all, all the time in our younger years. I forgot what it's from. I think it's from a movie. I want you to want to do the dishes. <laughs> yeah. I've, I don't know what movie that's from, but yeah, you're correct. That's from something somewhere. That's funny. But it's, it's such a great philosophy and a great concept. And, and it is very much an extreme accountability in that sense too. It goes right into that where it's like, Hey, I, the only person responsible for me being happy is me. Especially if I only have these very basic expectations of everybody else which I'm going to return that respect and love in droves, you know? And so, um, no, I, I love it so much. So I got to ask, you know, all the things that you have going on right now, I mean, how, how, you know, master of all, uh, master of all trade, or what is it? <laughs> Jack of all trades, master of none. Right. And we know what comes after that now, you know, cause that's more common. How are you managing all that? You know, how are you keeping your head on straight? You know, when we look at, you know, salespeople and, and managing sales teams, there's all these different variables, KPIs, factors, systems, processes, things that you got to keep straight, you know? So I think things are universal. You have a lot going on as well. So how are you, how are you keeping it all straight? Yeah. So if I look back, you know, five years ago, moving into the space we have now for the gym. It, it was definitely a different version of me, which hopefully everybody looks back five years and go, I'm like, God, I was a fucking idiot. Like, <laughs> we should always be growing and, and getting better as a human being, much less a business owner, a father, a husband, all those things. So, it, you know, it's been the process of a lot of systems and processes. You know, again, you and I have been in this, this realm with a lot of very high level business people that have their shit together. And I didn't have my shit together back then. It was just like, oh, I'm just going to show up and whoop some ass and we'll figure the rest out, right? So in order to pursue some of these greater things, I had to evolve certain parts of my business in order to take my hands off of it. You know, we always talk about working in and working on the business and and I still do both. And, and I probably will continue to do that because I, I actually love what I do. You know, I'm not, I'm not building my gym as something that, you know, is is going to be sold one day or whatever. If it's sold, it'll be sold to somebody who's working for me. I'm not trying to take it public or anything like that. Right. So this, this process of figuring out how do I, how do I create an efficient process in the gym? How do I create a efficient process for our clients from onboarding to offboarding to gift giving and all those things. And so over the last several years, I've just slowly like one at a time, just implement this and implement that and implement this. And then, get some help. You know, I have a, an executive assistant that helps with all the things that I used to drop the ball on because I was trying to literally do everything. So she is a tremendous help. There's so much that gets done that just wouldn't get done right now. It's not that I would do it sometime. No, I just wouldn't do it because I know me and I've seen me not do things before. Uh, yep. I, have, I have a great coach in the gym with me who, you know, when I'm out coaching and doing masterminds and speaking and things like that, I have no issues turning over control to him again, because I've built a system that 
it works in the gym. And our clients also have an expectation when they show up that they know their routine. They know what they're supposed to do. Like we don't babysit people. We're there for knowledge and encouragement and accountability and, and obviously the workouts and designing things in a certain manner so they can see success in that realm. But, that, but they're all grown ass people and they don't need us hovering over them and babysitting them when they come in. So I've developed a system with that. So the gym itself, it's not hands off, but I, it doesn't require a lot of my mental energy because I've built all these systems over the years. Then when we look at, you know, the business coaching side of things right now, working with Step It Up Academy, we got a system in place. You know, Thomas Keenan's like the, the king of systems and processes. So, yeah. you know, there's, there's systems for all those things. There's regularity with the schedule. There's regularity with the calls. You know, we know the lessons we're trying to teach. So all those things are very structured. So when I have this structure for the gym and I have my structure for my online coaching as well, and I have this structure for Step It Up Academy and the executive coaching I do with that, it allows the rest of me to be creative and create content and come up with new programs and new offerings and ways that I can serve the world with my gifts and talents. So it like seems memes. like memes and, and <laughs> memes. And like, I fucking love memes. God, they're so great. You're fucking uh, brilliant. You're brilliant at them. I just got to say, like, out of everything, I feel like that's a 10 of 10 for sure. Uh, and in the it. moment, too, you're like sending me. We're at the Badass Business Summit, and you're sending me memes in the moment. I'm like, how does this motherfucker come up with this <laughs> shit? It's just awesome. It's a, it's a skill Go set. ahead. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. It's good. It's good. You know, my, my wife says the same thing to me. She's like, looking at what you do, I get exhausted. I'm like, and, and she does a lot, too. Like, she's a, you know, she's a business owner and a coach and does all these things. Yeah. But, again, on the surface, it can seem like a lot. And, and maybe to some people it is, I, you know, I don't know what, what's a lot, right? There's somebody out there doing 10 times what I'm doing. Um, but there's structure in most of it. I can't say all of it, but there's structure in most of it that then allows me to, to tap into that creative side. And, and again, try new thing, you know, got this new program I'm launching, Lord willing, it's, it works just the way it's supposed to. But you and I know how that goes. Like, you know, it ends yeah. up, you know, two years from now, it'll go through seven iterations and I'll finally find the, the path that it's supposed to be and, and it'll be great. But if I didn't have the structure that I have for the things that need it, I, I wouldn't be able to do any of it. And I'd still be where I was, you know, five or six years ago, just struggling and trying to figure out what my next move was and how to collect payments and, you know, all, all, the, yeah. all the silly things that we tend to kick down the road a lot but once it's done, it's done. And that's the thing, you know, I, I ran a coaching program for fitness coaches for a couple of years. And there were so many things that we would encourage them to do as far as setting up the structure of their business, that they would just procrastinate and kick down the road over and over and over again. We're like, look, if you just do it one time, you don't have to do it anymore. And that's, you know, we, we so often, especially in the sales realm, you know, we're so worried about pursuing the next sale and where's the leads yeah. and where's the follow-up, but we forget all these other steps that would probably keep your clients around longer and would probably get more referrals and, and all the things that make the sales process a little bit easier, but we don't take the time to set those things up and we're just in go mode nonstop. And, and you just can't operate that way. And a lot of us, Listen, a lot of us have a very high capacity to work. I know you do. I've seen, you know, I've known you long enough. Like you have a great capacity to do a lot of work for a very long time. Like I don't get burnt out. That's not a, that's not a thing for me. Not once again, I remember being like, man, I'm really burnt out. I, I, I don't feel that, but, but I will get run down and I'll get tired 
And if I'm not careful, I'll get sick every now and then because I don't allow myself to like physically rest. Right. Mm -hmm. So we have to be aware of those things and our patterns. And again, every now and then just take a step back and go, okay. And here's the question, Doug, you heard me ask this before. Like, what does this look like if it were easy? And it doesn't mean that the thing is easy and it doesn't mean there's not difficulty in it. But I believe if we ask ourselves, what does onboarding a new client look like if it were easy? Well, easy isn't 17 different emails and a payment system that doesn't link up with the CRM and, and, you know, all these different components that we're trying to piecemeal together. Like easy is one link that does the thing that triggers the next thing that triggers the next thing. And it's all automated. That's what easy looks like. It takes time to set that up. And for me, like I had to go find the people that can do that because I'm, I'm okay with tech. But when we get into like go high level automations and triggers yeah. and all that stuff, like I'd rather pay somebody to set that stuff up for me because I know what I need it to do and I can, I can conceptualize and I can literally draw it, but to actually implement, it's really hard for me. So I just go find the people and be like, Hey, I need this to do this, this, and this. When somebody does this, here's some money, go make that. <laughs> go make that. <laughs> and again, you know, if you're, if you're just, if you're a sales guy and you're, you're commission only sales, I don't care who you're working for. You can still have your own systems like this in place. And you can yep. still go pay somebody to help you do that. I think a lot of times, you know, like if you're a, a car salesman, right? And you're working for Dodge or whatever, yeah. like, you know, you have to use some of their stuff, but it doesn't mean you have for your own tracking purposes, you can use whatever the fuck you want. It's your, your paycheck is yours. Like, and it's all on you to do the work. So whatever systems you feel may be missing from the corporation you're working for or whatever, go find it, go create your own and make your life a little bit easier. Yeah, yeah, I love it. And, and, and to that point, a lot of salespeople don't realize like, hey, and, and this is a cliche, but it's true in this sense and, and goes right into contact management, but they're buying from you. You know, I, I, I can't tell you how many times, like I've sw not switched a campaign, but like added a campaign to my sales orgs uh, divisions, and we have a new campaign. And it's like everybody that I sold over the last 20 years I would just shoot him a text message like, hey, by the way, we can do this now too. And then boom, sales. You know what I mean? And 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 the fact that I don't, I didn't until, you know, I, I joined the mastermind group that you and I were in together. I didn't start tracking those emails and those phone numbers and, and storing them was ridiculous, you know, <laughs> because now, now I do. Now I have a list of like 700 people that get my emails that always knows, know what's going on with Doug, you know, I get the podcast episodes and. And get the new things I have coming out, right? And uh, now I have an asset, you know? Right. Now it's an asset to me. It may not be to other people because they can't, they don't sell those products or they can't capitalize on it. But it's an asset to me that keeps growing, you know? Yeah, I, I remember I, I used to, I used to go through my phone and text like from my phone, old clients, like, hey, check it in on you, see how it's going, which is, is fine. There's again, there's nothing wrong with that at all. And, and, you know, there's a, there's a personal touch side of things that people will always enjoy. Yeah. But when you've been doing business for so long and you've built up this book of people and these former clients, and now you're talking not 20, but 200 people, it's kind of stupid to be going through your own phone, texting people like that. Yeah. You know, again, if it's part of a system you got in place, fantastic. But, you know, I can put it in a go high level and, and text everyone at the same time. Well, or your go high level can give you a task 
to text them 90 days after they, you know, stop using your service, you know, can, so you can, can still incorporate. Yeah. yeah, it's massive. No, no, I've been going deep last six months. You know, I partnered with an agency and was was uh, responsible for their CRM sales. And so I've been going deep on go high level for my own stuff, you know, and figuring out that stuff that you normally have to pay other people to do. But I just wanted the conviction in doing it, you know, and so because I was selling it, you know, and so um, I've, I've, I've learned a lot. I built my own website the other day, which was pretty cool, you know, nice. um, and uh, it's something that it's that thing. Once it's done, it's done. But it took me since I've been a consultant. What has it been like a year and a half now? It took me a year and a half to build my own website. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I paid other people to do it. Didn't work out. I've, you know, in that partnership, they were supposed to do it, didn't work out. You know, it just, I wasn't going to be happy with it until I did it myself. Cause that's, you know, I, I come from a graphic design background and, you know, I have a certain eye that I look for in things and I just needed to do it myself, but it took 18 months. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and, and it took me four hours, oh, four that's hours. Not bad. I that's not bad at all. Yeah. I, I have a, a new landing page being built right now. And, and the lady that's helping me, she goes, do you want to do that? Or you want me to handle it for you? I go, well, if I do it, it's going to look like I did it. She goes, I got it. <laughs> All right. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. One of my, one of my first solopreneur uh, adventures was building websites off of Wix. So I would have somebody pay me 500 bucks to build their website. And dude, I would, I would end up building, taking so long and probably making like $10 an hour. <laughs> building yeah. them a website because i was such a freak about layout and the look and aesthetics and everything but so you've got something big coming up in january you know you've been Sorry. you've been referencing it a few times now the the joy code right and you know i had heard you talk about this before in our groups and stuff like that and i and i think it's awesome to see it come to fruition and so talk to me about where it started and the people that are interested in it, what they can expect from it. So, as I said, you know, I've always, I've always operated with a lot of joy in my life. And, and for your listeners, I'll, I'll put some context to this. So I, I think joy and happiness are two different things. And a lot of people are pursuing happiness, which is fine. But to me, happiness is a feeling just like anything else, like sadness, like anger, like bitterness, like resentment, whatever. It, it, and it's fleeting. It comes and goes and, it, and it's affected by the external and the internal where for me, joy is all internal and it's something that is not changed by the world around me. So regardless of what's happening in, in, in the world, in the environment, and even in my own household, like I will maintain my own joy because it's on me to do so. So even if the, if the worst things that you could possibly imagine happen, and, and look, my, my life's been a cakewalk compared to most people. So, you know, don't get me wrong, but, um, you know, I've, I've faced my own adversity in whatever way you want to put that, but I've, I've always been able to maintain a level of joy in the, and you've been around me long enough. You've seen it, you know, my clients see it every day. People are, a lot of people say I'm the, the smiliest, happiest person they've ever known. And, and it's not by accident. And, and one day I kind of realized that because I used to pawn it off of like, Oh, it's just who I am. And, you know, yeah. it's just my, my personal disposition and the way God made me. And, and all of that is true. And I still choose it every single day. 
Because look, like, you know, I've been married and divorced and failed businesses and, and all the things. And, you know, my parents were divorced when I was three years old and I didn't have a mother growing up. You know, there's the laundry list of things that we could just chalk up of like, oh, woe is me. And I could mope around and, and blame all the shit on whatever. But I've just never been that way. That's not that's not who I am. And so when I really started to think, OK, why am I this way? And I got a little introspective. And I realized that there are very specific things that I do on a daily basis that allow me to live with the joy that I live with. And once I realized, I'm like, I can fucking teach this stuff like anything else, you know, and, and I don't I don't think everyone can necessarily operate at that like highest level of joy and happiness all the time because it's probably a, a pipe dream. But I do believe that there are a lot of men specifically who are very unfulfilled and lack joy in their life, but the outside world sees them as successful, right? They got the money, they got the business, they got the things, and they're sitting around going, why do I still feel this way? Mm -hmm. So I had this idea a couple of years ago, and then my wife got pregnant. And so that that kind of put everything on a whole little bit. We had to refocus some things, you know? And then at the beginning of this year, 2023, I was like, okay, this is, I'm going to, I'm going to fire this up at the beginning of the year. And I had, I had plans and by the way, we had a baby. So we had a baby, in <laughs> we had a baby in November of last year. So he's, you know, super little. And then we were having problems finding a nanny and it was just, it was a shit show kind of for a few months. And my wife and I were really well, just in survival mode. So it's a know, famous baby too. It's the cutest is, baby in the world. He is the cutest baby. Oh. And his name is Maximus. So Maximus. I love strong, it. Strong. I didn't even <laughs> my wife chose that name. I'm so grateful. Um, oh, your wife's awesome for that. <laughs> but it just it wasn't the time, right? It wasn't the time to start anything new. Trust me on that. So, but over the course of this year, I've had a couple of guys reach out to me for help. And in one guy specifically, he said. I, I know him through some people, but I'd, I'd never met him before. And he was following me on social media and he's not super active. So I wasn't really sure like what he did or who he was or whatever. And he reached out to me. He's like, dude, you have something that I want. And I think you can help me. And I was like, all right, I don't know what that is, but we're going to find out. So we get on a phone call and he, he goes, everything I see, like you got a smile on your face. It looks like you're having a great time. Like, and again, I got my problems just like everybody else, but but that's relatively true. Like I do have a smile on my face most of the time and I do have a great time most of the day. And he's like, I, I want that. And, and one thing this really got me, he goes, I had this, this number in my head of money that I wanted to make. And he is, he's got more money than, than most people could ever dream of. And he said, I made it. And as soon as it was in the account, I was like, he goes, it was like somebody punched me in the dick. He's like, I was empty. He's like, that's not it at all. And so he'd been pursuing this for so long, like this monetary amount. And then he got it and he was empty. And he's like, I, I don't, I don't know why. Like I can't, I, haven't, I can't figure it out. And so, you know, we did some private coaching and worked through some things And I had another really good friend and mentor of mine that they come to me kind of in that same boat of like, he's super successful has had a great career, has great kids. And he's like, there's just something missing. And same thing. Like we worked through some things and I kind of helped guide a path for him. And, and eventually with this guy, he, he found, he rekindled his relationship with God. And he's like, he goes, I'm not going to credit you with doing that, <laughs> which I like, I don't need that credit. He goes, but yeah. like 
you were a catalyst to help me start exploring more and figuring out what this was that I was missing and why I kept feeling this way and why I was trying to find things in other realms instead of looking where I should have been looking all along. So when things happen like that for me, I'm paying attention. I'm like, yeah. okay, there's a need out there for this that I can fill. And some of it, like it's my age, you know, I'm 44 years old. I got kids. I've been running businesses and all these things. So I have enough of a life experience now to help people because I've been through enough things. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't claim to have all the answers, but I got the answers to quite a few things. You know, th there's nothing worse than a 23 year old life coach, right? Like everybody's got the same <laughs> four hours in the day. Fuck you, dude. No, you don't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you do not. Uh, so I'm like, I, I have to, it's time now. Like it's finally yeah. time and, and Maximus's schedule is more consistent and he's not so you know crazy in the ways that he was crazy before. He's crazy in different awesome ways now doing baby strongman stuff around the house. Nice. Uh, but you know, there's some, there's more predictability in our schedules between my wife and I, so we can really start to plan more things. So I put this program together in a manner that will bring me joy because I, I don't do anything unless it's going to bring me joy. But part of my joy is serving the purpose of serving others. And I know that there are, again, quote unquote, successful men out there who are just missing a couple of things in their life that they just can't seem to figure out. And what I did, I, I identified, I call them the eight pillars of joy. And if you look at those, you know, I didn't create these things because they exist. But, you know, we're talking friends, family, income, business, career, um, freedom, your health, your mindset, and, and your overall sense of fulfillment. So you look at all these things and a lot of successful men, like four or five of those are fantastic. Like, you know, off, off the charts, everything's good, really don't need any work on that stuff. But then the other three are an absolute shit show. And yeah. though, and, and those three or four things are the things keeping this person from feeling the joy and fulfillment that they're, they've been seeking all along, hoping that it was going to show up in these other elements and just hasn't shown up yet. So my goal is taking men through this program, identifying specifically for them what those things are, and then providing the tactical advice of how do we facilitate this? You know, you mentioned gratitude earlier. I mean, that's a huge thing for a lot of people that, you know, I, I don't think most people in the world truly express gratitude on a daily basis and, and let it soak in the way it's supposed to. Like, you know, if you ask most people if they're grateful, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm grateful. And then, you know, the next 10 hours is bitching and moaning about everything. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, and it's really easy to do. And it's really easy to do at high levels, too, because, again, we back to expectations. You know, if you're operating a company that's making millions of dollars and your income's great, you start to project your expectations onto other people that don't yeah. want what you want. And they don't have the same work ethic that you have. And they don't have the same goals that you have. You want them to have those for some reason, which I, I don't know why you would, but because you see the potential in people, you know, there's been, there's been people that I've coached in the gym over the years. I'm like, if you would just get your shit together, you would fucking be a badass. monster. <laughs> yeah. But you know, they won't stop shoving food in their face long enough to, to get there. But you know, so you start projecting these things and then you, you have this, this resentment and this bitterness that you just walk around with, like, why aren't people like me? And why don't, you know, why don't they want more for their life? Why are they so lazy? This, that's not your call. Like that's on them. That's not on you. So, right. I, you know, I, I really do believe that I have a skill set that can help men like that. And I want to work with men specifically because 
you know, women, women come with a different set of, of problems and there are plenty of women coaches out there way more equipped to handle that than I ever want to deal with. Yeah. You know, 100%. Just being honest. But <laughs> yeah. I, I don't even want to, mm -mm, if I, if I ever did any version of mindset or life coaching, it would be to men. hundred percent. Yeah. Plus, you know, again, being a, being a husband, being a father of multiple kids with multiple baby mamas, running a business, like there, there's a lot of things that I know I, I can relate to because of my experience and my years of coaching people. Cause you know, fitness or not, like people have people problems and, yeah. and if we can identify what those people problems are and solve those, everything in life gets better. I couldn't agree more. Um, when you look at, you know, these catalysts in our life, you know, everything you're describing, those missing pieces was very much me in my 20s, you know, and it was very much an inability to be present where my feet were. Mm. And it was because I didn't have any gratitude. I didn't have any joy. I had these things I had to do, these numbers I had to hit, these boxes I had to check. And if that sounds like you, then you do, you need someone to talk to, you know, or for me, what I found was a group of like-minded men that were business owners that had those problems in the past and didn't have them anymore, Mark included, right? And so it's, it's got to be intentional though. And it's got to be a structured system that you go through or else you are going to let it fall by the wayside. It's like everything else, working out, uh, spending more time with your family, uh, spending more time with God. It's got to be structured and intentional because if it doesn't come naturally, that's 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 what you need. You need the structure and intention and the accountability is probably top of that list. Yeah. Right. And that's that's massive. One of the things that I did like about when, you know, because when I first joined the mastermind group that we were in. Um, you were my coach, you know, and right away I'm like, no, I need a, I need a sales guy to coach me. <laughs> I need, uh, 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 somebody that, you know, deals with salespeople all day. So he can tell me how to deal with more salespeople so I can grow my business, you know, and that whole deal. And then I got on a call with Mark and he just said some things matter of factly and very simply. And I'm like, well, fuck, that would be easy. Why don't I just do that? <laughs> you know, like, and, and, you know, it, it's that thing. Like you said, it's that thing that you've been saying you're going to do for two years and you just didn't do. And then Mark's like, just fucking do it. And there's this dead air afterwards. And you're like, I've got nothing to say back to this guy. <laughs> <laughs> because he's right, you know? And so if that's something our listeners know they need, you know, where can they go? To basically find out more information and all the details about the program because so, it's 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 limited right i mean it's starting in january and if you don't start in january yeah. then you're gonna have to wait for the next one right yeah my plan is it's gonna be 10 men so that that's all i'm taking this first round so we'll start one in january and then one in uh july so we'll run two two five-month programs next year and and figure it all out as we go but um the the joycode.net will be the website I believe it will be live. It, like we're recording this on what is this? The 20, whatever of the uh, <laughs> 21st of November. I'm pretty sure it'll be yeah. live this afternoon. Uh, but you oh, know, nice. I'm not, I'm not hard to find Mark Zalmanov. Like just search me. I'm like, 
my oldest son has the same name, but he's not even on social media. So if you just search my name, you're going to find me everywhere. Facebook, Instagram, like whatever. I'm everywhere. All the places. All the places. All the places. Awesome. Fantastic, man. Uh, so the joy code is next, you know, do you have anything else going on right now that you're excited about in some of these other avenues? You know, our, I'm really excited about our app, the, the modus app, which is for health and fitness. You know, we, we launched that earlier this year. And, and the reason I even went down that route, I was looking for an offer that I could give when I go speak. Cause right now, you know, I have a book. Sure. You know, I love for people to buy my book, but I value relationships and business and it's, it's the way that I've built my coaching business over the years is having long-term relationships. You know, we just, we just put up a wall of fame in our gym. I got three clients that have been with me a decade plus, you know, one guy's been with me 15 and a half years. And, you know, it's crazy to think somebody in the training world being with a client, you know, a, a client trainer relationship for that long. It's very rare. Um, and so I, I wanted a way to be able to interact with the people that I'm speaking with and continue that interaction. So we have this app, it's $5 a month. I said workouts and recipes and community and all this stuff, but we're about to launch a coaching platform through that same app as well. And, and I know that long-term, like we can make a tremendous impact through that app because we can reach the masses with it. You know, everybody's got five bucks, super easy. Um, and, and so for people who they need some accountability, they like having access to some coaching and some expertise on things. They don't want to just go to Google to find the answers. Cause Lord knows that's a shit show. Uh, <laughs> it, it, oh my God, such a cesspool. Um, yeah. but to have an offering literally that, that is inclusive of pretty much everyone that I would ever be speaking in front of and interacting with is huge because, you know, I started in the fitness industry. I've been a, a fitness coach for 21 years, and it's a very big passion of mine. And I look around at our country, you know, they say by the year 2030, half of America is going to be obese, you know, not just overweight, but obese. The healthcare crisis isn't changing because nobody's looking at the root problem of any of this. If anything, people are just getting even more lazier and our food sources are getting even worse and blah, 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 all these things, right? So, you know, I feel led to do my part to make an impact in that industry because I've been in it for so long. So, you know, that, that platform for us is huge. And to be able to have something that's, that's truly like, it's our app. Like I never thought I'd have an app. Cause every time you go ask somebody to build an app, they're like, Oh, that'll be 50 grand. So I guess I'm not going to have an app. Uh, but I really, I, I lucked out and found a, a great platform. This guy's over in the UK that, that developed this software for coaching specifically and had a program where you could do your own native app for uh, way less than $50,000 or $20,000 or whatever. So we're excited to have that in, in, the coach that I have in my gym, he's also helping me with this app. His name is Joshua, Joshua Archer. I should really get him on here with you because he's he, he, his birthday's tomorrow. He's turning 24. Like, oh, I, wow. remember, I remember being the young guy. Like I was the yeah. young trainer that was like the baby of the of the training staff. And it's been fun to watch him grow over the last year and, and mature and kind of embrace this career that he's getting into. And that lights me up too, because I know that I can help lead the way for him to make an impact in this world and whatever he wants to do, yeah. you know, hopefully he does fitness for a really long time. If he chooses to do something else, you know, whatever. But I, I know that he's 
being poured into on a regular basis, not just by myself, but by a lot of our really awesome clients who are also business owners and mentors yeah. and, and have great yeah. conversations with him in the gym. So, you know, that's also exciting to me is to watch him grow and flourish and find his way in the world. And, and you know, even he admittedly will talk about his generation and the lack of skills, work ethic, communication, like all these things that we're like, you know, we always, those, I don't, I don't even think he's a millennial. I don't know what the next one is down from that, you know, yeah. generation recluse or whatever, it, you know, I, I don't know what, what they are, but. Um, yeah. My daughter's alpha gen alpha. So whatever's before that, I guess, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. But even but he no, talks about the, the difference in generations and that, yeah. that he, he definitely, and I agree, like he definitely is different than most of his peers at this point. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of it is just because he's out in the real world around people. Yeah. <laughs> like, like he's not hiding and, behind a computer all day. Like a lot of us. Right. Exactly. No, I think, uh, I don't know. I look at it as a, as an opportunity, you know, because, uh, if if we're if our society in terms of like business owners and um longevity um your your ability to withstand pain and you know if 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 our everybody that's alive is systematically getting weaker and weaker well the ones that are intentionally getting stronger and stronger are going to flourish even more you know and so very very Dar darwinism ideal on this but i'm excited about next year cuz i know this year was bad in terms of you know, the consumer marketplace, yep. you know, programs, you know, masterminds, coaching, consulting my business, you know, um, it's gotten tighter and tighter. And I feel like next year, you know, everybody's going to be stuck to their budgets and stuck to their guns on not adding anything. Right. And so much of what we do is adding, you know, and, um, and, and, and the ideas you're supposed to get a result from it, that's going to, to add even more. Uh, not expense wise, but uh, profit process, whatever the case is, uh, happiness, joy, right? Yep. Um, but the ability to build the relationship that will eventually result in that transaction or that sale is is scarcer and scarcer because no, not not a lot of people are setting the example, you know. Yeah. And not a lot of people can can have someone reach out to them and say, "I want what you have," like you did, you know. And so the less and less people are able to do that, the the better and better you and I are going to do as long as we're intentionally growing in those areas. So I'm excited yeah. about it, honestly. Yeah, um, it's, uh, you know, like you said, it's been a hard year for a lot of people, myself included, not going to lie. But mm -hmm. I, I still lay my head down at night knowing that I've lived a good day and I've served my mission and I'm, and I'm pursuing my purpose in this world. And you can't go wrong doing that. Like I really, I, yeah. I, I believe that with, wholeheartedly that if you are clear on who you are in the purpose that you serve in this world and you execute that more often than not on a daily basis, you will win. And, and it may not look like what you think it's supposed to look like, but I promise you will win. There's no doubt in my mind about that. So become secure in that. I'm going to end it on that brother. I'm going to end it on that. That was a, that was a great last piece that, our listeners need to take home. I want to thank you so much for coming on the show a second time now Woo. and, and contributing some value to us. I appreciate you so much, brother. Thank you, man. Appreciate you having me on. Make good choices, everybody. And let's get building.
Thank you for joining us on this episode of Building Great Sales Teams. We sure do appreciate it. As always, be sure to like, share, and subscribe wherever you consume podcasts. Don't forget to join our Facebook group, Building Great Sales Teams, so you can get daily tips on how to get your sales team built brick by brick. We'll see you there.